What is going on, fellas, man? I am back. I want to recap something from nearly about 16, 17 months ago, the very first episode that I ever did of this show. Uh, I hope I've grown for those of you that have been listening since day one, for those of you that are now newly joined, or for those who are just passing by, maybe here an episode or two, may not be their taste. You know, I welcome everybody, critics, haters, lovers, anything. I think we're all on the same journey as human beings. I just want to add my little two cents via this podcast. You know, maybe it's a bit cathartic and, you know, a lot away from me to uh, vent. But I also hope, you know, somewhere along the way that somebody who may need to hear something that I have to say can hear it and it helps them in even a small way. You know, that's all I really want. I never really got into the content for YouTube. I tried it temporarily. I feel like any like Man of Spear stuff is just going to be a no-go for the YouTube or any video creation platform. While there are people who use YouTube followings to launch a podcast, I just don't think that was in the cards for me. And frankly, I don't have the time. I, I really do have a full-time day job that is covering everything I need financially. Now, could I make more money? I mean, there's millionaires who would tell you they probably want more money than they have now. I mean, Dana White, the UFC owner, openly admits he play, he gambles and buys lottery tickets. And he's a billionaire. I think he, uh, he may be a billionaire, but he's dead. 500 million is still a lot of fucking money. The point being is that you know, we could all use more money in life, but I also don't see this as a money project. For me, it's been a passion project. And unfortunately, I got red-pilled extremely late. And that could also be a byproduct of the fact that you just can't, you know, accept this shit as reality until you get hit as hard as you can by either women or the family court. I much prefer even though they're one of the most insulted group of men in the manosphere, I much prefer people are red-pilled by, you know, a woman, a bad relationship that didn't result in a family court appearance or child support or any of that other shit. I prefer guys, and I'm in the car and it's raining, so I apologize if that's in the background, but I prefer guys go through their, walk through that fire via, you know, a, a, just a terrible relationship and not have to learn the hard way i.e. a judge taking their wallet involuntarily and making them a slave to the government and the state. Because make no mistake, they are quadruple taxing everything. And I can do another episode about how that's bullshit. But I mainly want to stick with this, the cuck pill, episode three. Now... When I came out and started doing podcasting and all this other stuff, etc., you know, my aim was to respond to like all of this, all of this infighting. There was always, you know, what men, we, we just can't get along, and I'm, I've long accepted that, that that it's a part of the game. And as a matter of fact, one of my favorite YouTubers, Turdfling and Monkey, he talks about that. He's like, this is natural instinct and meant to to dominate. We have to dominate each other. We cannot coexist. And it doesn't matter what group of men. You could have a room full of same race, same religion, same upbringing men. You could have a room full of woke black men, those, those progressive, woke, conscious brothers, all in the same room, all believing in the manosphere and whatnot, but they would still have one issue or another that they would fight on. They could not unify. As a matter of fact, 
one of my aims in the Manosphere has always been the unification of white and black and Asian and Latino men. I've wanted men to unify across all races and all religions and even political stance, but I think that would be the hardest one. I think I could easily unify, you know, let's say a bunch of, I guess, conservative men, or I would say men of different races. I could unify men of black and white, black, you know, radical men's and black and white radicals than I could a conservative and a liberal. It's just too charged politically. And honestly, I don't want to unify with any liberals right now because everybody on the left, they're a hive mind of feminism and communism and socialism and all the isms and the LGBTisms. And the one thing they try to say about the right is racism, but I'm black. If I was not welcome there, I would definitely have, you know, run into some type of issue. But with all that being said, you know, what is the solution? Why are we dealing with, why is there a manosphere, first of all? And, and what is going on now with the manosphere from when either I, you know, jumped in to when it was originally, in, you know, the original inception of it, at least on the internet? And what happened, you know? What happened now, considering that the manosphere is all over the place, besides the racial groups separating, besides people hijacking the red pill for conservative ideals, which isn't the worst thing, but if you really ask, a lot of the people that started to ruin it were these fucking dating people, man, and here's the problem with them. Again, I don't have a necessarily, like, a hatred or personal beef, but they've come into the game and made it all about their business. And I get it. If you're running a business, you want your business to succeed. You want customers. And hey, you know, maybe a MGTOW guy, a guy who's already been divorced, somebody who's in his 50s. Let's say you're a guy in your 50s and you're single. You know, your sex drive is not out of control, so you may not have the needs of one of these 22-year-olds who's just constantly and perpetually thirsty for women. And haven't, you know, haven't had much life experience and that's your obsession. And that's the sole base of who's going to buy pheromone soap and make women great again hats and 21 conventions and dating co- dating conventions and all that shit. But I'm like, I think it's, a, I, you know, I don't want to shit on a business. I don't want to shit on men for having a business or anything like that. But, you know, that's not Red Pill. The Red Pill was never about, you know kissing women's asses because a lot of these PUA guys they they preach some bullshit I want to be 100% honest with you tricking off all your money on dinner dates with women it's a stupid endeavor women have openly come out and talked about all the time how they have dudes that they only they only remain remain quote-unquote associates they don't even consider that dude a friend they don't even like that guy but women will say they exclusively keep contact with men specific men just for the fact that they buy them food. And I've been in that situation. I'm not embarrassed to admit it. And I'm sure, unless you're like a top three, top 4% guy, you probably had situations where you've gone out on dates with a woman. You were quote unquote talking with a girl, dating, and you took her out on those dates, buying her flowers, trying to be that guy, the nice guy, if you will. And that shit went nowhere. And as a matter of fact, you noticed that you were spending money on this woman, buying her shit and never once kissed her, never once slept with her, never once got any type of romantic reciprocal, like, 
choosing signals from her. Because most men in their 20s don't even understand what the fuck any of those things mean. They're not considering it. They're just following their lizard brain. They're just following their heart and their emotions. And that's, while I get it, it's like somebody should like, you know, give these guys pause and try to explain the situation for them. I don't know. I, I feel like kind of angry. I guess the, my red pill rage is like, why didn't anybody tell me? Nobody told me any of that shit. Nobody told me I should probably, I should have, like, realistically speaking, considering the laws and everything today, I'm not saying I regret having kids, but it's just like, in hindsight, considering cost-benefit and the, the rules for how men essentially have no rights to their children other than their pay, other than paying child support, that's the only right a man has to his child, legally speaking. So, I mean, if I knew that at, like, 20, I probably would have just got snipped and never had kids in life. And I know they would say, well, I die in my life. You know, you have no legacy. You're going to die and your legacy doesn't move. I'm, I'm going to be dead. I'm not particularly concerned about what happens after my death. I mean, even if I, let's say, even if I did go out there and make five kids with one woman, which I would prefer over five kids with five women, like most of these dudes in the hood do. But let's say I did that. And when I had a bunch of kids and had a successful marriage over my life, and, you know, in today's, in 2019 terms, a successful marriage means uh, that you're subservient to the woman and a slave and happy wife, happy life, all that gynocentric bullshit. And deep down inside, you look at these husbands out here and you see them in the stores, you see them at malls buying shit for their wives, you see them breaking their backs at a 60 hour a week job only for the wife who sits at home all day socializing on her smartphone to spend it. To spend all the fruits of all that labor, you kill yourself at the in these jobs. Men are killing themselves, putting themselves in early graves at these careers, only to give it all to a woman. And that woman, nowadays, doesn't even appreciate it. She knows that she's entitled to it. They're growing up with these princess complexes, and I'm not. Women are not the problem. It's the fact that the government is giving in to their childlike demands. The fact that they should be taken care of at all costs. I mean, they took away fault from divorce. I mean, everything feminism has done probably for the last hundred years is a fucking joke. Even first wave feminism is a fucking joke. Because at no point were women ever given the responsibility for the rights that they demand. Women wanted the right to vote without the draft. Women wanted the right to vote without conscription. They wanted the right to vote without actually having skin in the game. Because even as a black person, we can sit here and observe like, hey, black people weren't allowed to vote. And that's fucked up if you base voting off of race or gender. I do kind of hear why there's a cringe to women's not being able to vote, women not being able to vote. But I don't make that argument. I don't think it should be restricted to uh, gender or race or anything like that. I say the vote, and, and this isn't a shot at the disabled community, but I'm thinking motherfuckers that have no skin in the game should not be voting. That means if you're not paying taxes and or if you're dependent on the state in any way, shape, or form, you know, that type of shit. And that would include the disabled. And I'm not saying that the disabled shouldn't be able to vote. They're probably not a massive portion of the population anyway. But what happens in a quote-unquote fake-ass democracy, because that's what our democracy is, it's fake as fuck, all you need to rule over other people and their own rights is the majority. All you need is a majority. Now, imagine a world. Let's say you we weren't in nations anymore and we were all small tribes and let's say you had a tribe of a hundred people let's just use the rule of a hundred and let's say out of that hundred you know everybody else was 
a fucking eternal child. They wanted their adolescence to be extended throughout the entirety of their lives. They never wanted to be responsible for anything, create anything, or do anything for future generations. They simply just want to be like monkeys, procreate a couple of times, and that's the height of their life. That's the only thing they'll ever accomplish. 90% of people are like that, human beings right now. But let's say in that group, 90% of the group was just, they weren't shit. Tim, very highly intelligent, unique individuals within that group, wanted to build, wanted to create, wanted to expand and further the, the great, you know, make sacrifices for the good of everybody. And as selfless as that is, the 90 people would exploit that within those 10 and essentially parasitically exist off of that 10. They would become parasites living off of those 10, you know, people who wanted to produce. And at some point, an overarching government came in and was like, yeah, that sounds about right. The majority rules, democracy, you know, so we're going to go ahead and enslave that 10, that, that, group, that small group of people, the 10 people, to make sure the other 90 people who were leeching off of the 10 did everything. And when they asked, you know, that, that group of 90 to help out with the 10 people who were literally working themselves in the early graves to take care of everybody, you know, they were called racist and sexist for not wanting to take care. And I'm not even gendering or race, putting a race to these or religion or an orientation to that group. I'm just saying a group of people, a group of 100 people, you don't know their genders, you don't know their age, you don't know their races, you don't know their religions. So in that type of society, it's fucked up. But I get it. Taxation is required, but when we start talking all this shit about how we're going to make sure that essentially one group of people have to meet gender roles from like historical gender roles, a man's natural role is to provide and protect. We're going to force that down the barrel of a government gun. And then we're also, when the, the, those who can't take care of themselves, those who don't want to submit to an individual, because at the end of the day, they, women want to kind of be wives, but they want to be married, but they don't want to be wives. So what they do is they use the state to be provided all of the benefits of a husband with none of the costs. They want to be whores until 35 and then decide they want kids in their fucking 40s because they used, you know, 35 to 40 to quote unquote lock down a, a, the right guy, which AKA the guy they're just going to settle for beta bucks. One of these fucking incel simps who work in the gaming industry and kowtow to women 24 seven. Either or. I've been going on and on and on. The point I wanted to make is the fucking red pill is... I don't even know what the fuck it means anymore. MGTOWs, whatever the fuck you want to call that. I'm so out. I'm not saying I'm done with the manosphere, but like... At this point, the manosphere is a fucking joke. You got all these dudes talking all this stupid shit. You even got marriage advocates in the fucking manosphere. And you got like dating coaches trying to sell their fucking soap. And it's just ridiculous. And I would say along with one of the philosophical points of a man going his own way, so like MGTOW, I still uniquely identify with just that aspect right there. You doing your own thing for your life, that's it. If that is, you know, if you, like, if your highest value is just procreate and get married, then you're just going to have to bite that bullet, know the costs, and eat that costs. (laughs) Know it and pay it and don't commit suicide when it blows up in your face because you're facing a 70% chance of that failing. So you deal with that as it may. Or if your highest value and philosophy is living your you know, best life and outside of your lizard brain, 
you know that sex and women aren't necessarily the top priority in your personal development and your career and existing off the fruits of your own labor because a woman is not going to enrich that or enhance that she's only going to exist off of that make no mistake these dudes who always want to talk about get with a woman who can i want to build with this woman you know why you need a bitch to build First of all, examine who the fuck you are as a man. If you need a bitch to build with you, what the fuck kind of shit is that? That's the wackest shit I ever heard. Ain't no bitches out here building with nobody. They're just living off of dudes. Making their name off a of dude's name. Who the fuck is building with a bitch right now? Jeff Bezos didn't even build with that bitch. But neither here or there. These are all cucked up ass ideas. And at the end of the day, everything's being bastardized. And I am only coming out here to say... You know what? We all got to soul search as men. We got to be on our own path. We got to figure out what the fuck we want in life. We got to enjoy the short time that we have on this earth to the best of the ability that we can produce the most that we can for ourselves. If you want to build some type of future and make kids, you do what you can and do it in the best way you possibly could. Financially speaking, cost benefit analysis rise and rights to your children wise. The best course of action is to just get a surrogate and pay the $60,000 or however much it costs to just do that and produce, reproduce that way. And while that's a steep cost, you know, there are some child support bills over the life of them, over the 18 years of child support and lifetime alimony that run dudes like a couple hundred grand for the child support, half a million dollars for, for alimony. And you're talking about men that make, ha- you know, the average income. And you will pay half a million dollars in alimony if you get you marry and you pay life, alimony for life. I'm talking about half a million dollars, something like, like in the high hundreds of thousands. Whilst child support can range into the hundreds of thousands, you're talking about two, three hundred thousand, and we're we're talking about 60, 70, 80 k a year men paying that much in alimony. So the surrogacy isn't that expensive in, in direct comparison. And, and then I know the idea of. You want a loyal woman. Women aren't loyal. You want a loving woman. Women don't love men. Get a dog. Get a doll. Get a surrogate. That's what I would do if I was 20. And I would t- I would talk to my 20-year-old self. I would do that right now. Sorry. You, and, and I'm older now. So I would have told myself, look, you gotta, you got to bite the bullet for a decade. Stack your paper. Like, 15, you know, 15 years after the fucking fact that these dolls actually get, like, decent technology. And I think the dolls are still a long way off of what it really could be, which is ultimately the replacement of a woman sexually. While that sounds fucked up, while it sounds like some incel shit, while the pickup artists and red pillars are saying you're quitting when you do live that lifestyle and you apply that to yourself. It's like, well... Well, so then they're going to eat all these other costs of dealing with a real woman who's going to fuck them over in one way, shape, or another. Because too many people are looking at relationships as they, as teenagers look at relationships. What is a relationship for a teenager? A teenager, they're, they're sport fucking, they're hanging out, they're going to, you know, drink milkshakes and do stupid shit and looking in each other's eyes and their, their lizard brains just firing off all types of brand new chemicals and new experiences that they're, they're not they're not, uh, you know what I'm saying, they're, they're not used to those those feelings. Why love and sex and all that shit feels so incredible when you're a teenager, when you're in your 20s, is because your brain hasn't been overexposed to the stuff. After a while, you get a little bit older, your fucking sensitivity to all that shit, you know, dulls a little bit. It really doesn't mean anything. All it is is a reaction in your brain. All this stuff is is chemicals in your brain, but men are ruining their lives in the pursuit of these fucking brain highs, essentially. And I didn't want to go forever and ever and ever with this show. So 
really, I just wanted to say, you know, a man's individual path is going to be his own making. If you don't get on your own path, start tomorrow. Stop fucking around with the dreams that have been projected onto you by your parents, by red pillars, by MGTOWs, by anybody. You've got to figure out what you want to do with your life because you as an individual man are the only one who are the, you are the king of your own castle. You are your own God. So you can either be your own God or your own Satan and make your life a hell. You make the choice. I'm out.